Coming up on today's federal newscast, a lawsuit accusing OPM of not doing enough to protect employees' personal information is heading back to court. The Pentagon gets the green light to launch offensive cyber attacks. Meanwhile, the Health and Human Services Department is trying to shore up cyber protections for the healthcare industry. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. Federal employee unions are heading back to court to pursue their cases against the Office of Personnel Management over the agency's cyber breaches. Unions first sued OPM back in 2015. A district court struck down their original lawsuits. The National Treasury Employees Union says OPM failed to live up to its obligations of protecting federal employees' personal information. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit will now hear oral arguments on two cases on OPM cyber breaches this Friday. The Labor Department goes after a federal contractor for shortchanging employees. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. FedCap Rehabilitation Services agrees to pay $2.8 million to 443 employees in 17 locations. Labor's Wage and Hour Division found the company, based in New York City, underpaid employees for health and welfare fringe benefits. The company is under contract with the General Services Administration for cleaning and maintaining federal buildings. Federal law requires contractors to use local prevailing wage and benefits rates. I'm Tom Temin. New programs to protect the financial sector from cyber attacks are off to a good start, according to two top federal cyber officials. The Departments of Defense and Homeland Security are working with financial institutions to share information, combine analytics, and scale cybersecurity tools for broader areas. Deputy Assistant Defense Secretary for Cyber Policy Ed Wilson says the pilot program is so popular that the companies currently involved are signed up for the next iteration. HHS updates its approach to protecting the healthcare sector from cyber threats. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. The Department of Health and Human Services launches the Health Sector Cybersecurity Coordination Center, or HC3. It has a more focused mission and a clearer name. HHS Acting Chief Information Security Officer Janet Vogel tells Federal News Network that the HC3 will work mainly with private sector healthcare partners. It will provide them with cyber threat intelligence and advice to protect their systems and their data. HC3 replaces the Healthcare Cybersecurity and Communications Integration Center, or HKIC. HHS launched the HKIC in 2017. I'm Jason Miller. The Trump administration says it's given the Defense Department more freedom to launch its own offensive cyber attacks. In remarks yesterday, John Bolton, the National Security Advisor, said the president signed a classified executive order early in the administration that effectively reversed some of the government's earlier restraints on offensive cyber operations. Bolton did not provide many details. He says the objective is not unrestrained cyber warfare, but is to make other nations think a lot harder about launching cyber attacks against the U.S. DOD Comptroller David Norquist says its ongoing audit has it using data in all new ways. For one, it's forcing the department to embrace data analytics on a more granular level. With the audit verifying the data's accuracy, it gives DOD more of it to make better decisions. There's opportunity for industry as well, since the Pentagon needs better tools to take advantage of the data. 
Taxpayer data collected by the IRS remains vulnerable. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, or TIGDA, says the IRS is taking steps to improve security program deficiencies and comply with the 2014 requirements of the Federal Information Security Modernization Act, or FISMA. TIGDA did give IRS kudos for its handling of a tax day systems glitch, but says the incident shows the agency needs to reduce risk and response times in the future. Artificial intelligence could help the Department of Health and Human Services make sure it's paying the lowest price possible for bulk purchases. The department's Buy Smarter team is using IBM's Watson AI Assistant to find discrepancies on common agency purchases like copy paper and medical examination gloves. Lori Ruderman, the Buy Smarter co-lead, says leveraging AI could save HHS's procurement shop about $2 billion a year. And the Federal Executive Institute turned 50 years old last month. OPM celebrated FEI's anniversary on its campus in Charlottesville, Virginia. The FEI provides leadership training for senior executives. The goal of the Institute is to help federal execs better understand their role in government and improve agencies' performance. President Lyndon Johnson established the Institute with an executive order back in 1968. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. You can also subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.